You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I am your host, Kate Madjuke, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. You can follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. And, of course, Marcus at Marcus underscore Mosher. Uh, don't forget to please leave some five-star reviews for us if you're so generous and hit that subscribe. Uh, Marcus, I know you've left us five stars, right? Absolutely. Uh, it, I, this has been a really fun podcast, Kate. This has uh, been a great year, and it's finishing up with a Super Bowl game with Tom Brady and Pat- Patrick Mahomes. It doesn't get any better than that. Super Bowl! So excited here. This is <coughs> so what it's excited. all leading up to. Uh, I think we get sometimes so lost in fantasy that we forget this is like, this is the end game. This is the real life Super Bowl. Um, so much to look forward to this week. So I think we should kick off with maybe some some Super Bowl predictions. So see what's laying there in the cards for Super Bowl 55. And then we'll we'll get into some dynasty assets. Of course, we've got to put a spin on it. Uh, talk about who might have the most mm-hmm. to gain or lose. And then uh, I think we got to continue talking about our rookies. Who do we have on the slate for today? We've got the number one wide receiver in the 2021 draft, Jamar Chase from LSU. Couldn't be more excited to talk about him, Kate. All right, let's dive in. So first off, we got to talk about your bold predictions for Super Bowl 55. Uh, first off, let's get basic. Who's going to win? I feel like it's the Chiefs, and I know that it's such a lame way to go, but, man, it's awfully hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, especially off a of bye week. It doesn't feel like this team has has really even had to play a great game yet, and I think they've been saving it all season long. I, I, I just feel like the Chiefs are going to score 35 points in this game and find a way to win. See, to your point, I don't feel like the Chiefs have had their, their big statement game so far this season. I mm-hmm. kind of want to roll with the Bucks. I, I it, it's a bold. It's, it's take. awfully hard to bet against Tom Brady, right? It's very hard to to bet against Tom Brady. He's uh, he's certainly had his ups and downs throughout this this season, um, but you know what? First season in a new system, working with new uh, new players, a, a totally new coach, new system. Um, I think he's he's adapted pretty well, uh, oh, yeah. and he's he's using his players to the best of his ability. They've even uh, poked the bear of Leonard Fournette enough to, to stir some production, right. uh, which I didn't know he still had that in him. But I didn't uh, know he was a pass catcher. We keep talking about this. I, I didn't know that he was a guy that could catch 75 passes in a season. Well, the, it, you know what? The, most of the time, he, he really has it. I, I can't tell you. Uh, I would love to go back, and maybe this is a, a fun project for me this offseason, Go back to all of the running back drops that we saw this year for the Tampa Bay Bucks, and just not even focus on the drops here, but maybe take a look at just Tom Brady's face and get a compilation of his <laughs> facial reactions to all of the drops. I think oh, that would man. be the way to go. At betonline.ag, they do have the Tampa Bay Bucks sitting at plus three. So I'm uh, I'm I'm a little interested okay. there. Moneyline sitting at plus one forty three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I still I still like Kansas City. <laughs> All right. How about let's let's at least look at the over under. Do you expect this to be a high scoring game? I do. I 
the, the other thing is, I think the over under at betonline.ag, the last time I checked was 56. It is. And Kate, and what I've been telling people all week, if you're going to bet on the over under here, and you let's say you expect the under to hit, please, please do not bet on it because nobody wants you at your party betting against points being scored and fun happening. Nobody likes that person. If you're going to bet on the total, bet the over. Be that. Be a person that's rooting for good things to happen, points being scored. Nobody, just nobody likes that person betting the under. It's not very fun. That actually brings me uh, to the, the thought that I had earlier this season while betting the games over on BetOnline.ag. I, I realized that... I didn't like to be the person who bet the under. Uh, it it stressed me out all game. You know, once they hit the over, like there's nothing left to root for. So I'm always right. every every point is just agonizing that happens, right? Where yeah, it's so, way more fun to watch points being scored. Yeah, I'm either betting the over or I'm I'm not going to bet the point total. That's exactly that's, that's my new philosophy. Um, and let's say who is the biggest dynasty name that's just going to explode this week? I'm really watching out for McCole Hardman because I think this one's really fascinating. We know Sammy Watkins is going to be a free agent after this game. McCole Hardman is so up and down, but can he do enough in this game to give us some, uh, maybe some, to feel more comfortable about potentially him developing into a wide receiver three or a flex play next year? Is he the wide receiver two in Kansas City? I'm not sure, but I think I'm really interested to see what McCall Hardman's role is in this game. I definitely think a lot of that could be dependent on Sammy Watkins, but you know what? We've seen him in and out of the lineup throughout McCall Hardman's Mm -hmm. entire career. Hasn't really affected him that much. No. Um, No. You know, it's not as though every, every second he steps out of the lineup, which is often enough. Uh, we don't see all of those uh, explosion games. If he does have a big one in this this Super Bowl game where everybody is watching, I think I'm going to try to unload some of my McCole Hardman shares. Uh, in Week 12 against Tampa Bay, posted three for 23. End of sentence. I... <laughs> I don't know. You know what? Let's... You're not a McCall Hardman fan. I can tell. You know what? I've been burned too many times, and that's okay. We're going to take a quick break, and then we will talk about who has the most to gain or lose, and I think we can fit McCall Hardman into yeah. that topic. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all of the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure the often intimidating questioning lines like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX or a Z65 XM17? You have to wait while the counterman orders the parts on the computer, choosing the only brand that the warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at your home, in your pocket. No need to endure those awful questioning lines anymore. You have time to look up the answers because guess what? You have the convenience of ordering these car parts right there in your home. RockAuto.com is a family business serving car parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com and shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers, not just the ones they have to pick from in the stores. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet, which as a dog owner, I know I have to replace often. Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same car parts going into one of these fancy doodad stores? 
go to rockauto.com and see all of the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us section so they know we sent you. They have an amazing selection of car parts and always reliably low prices. Everything your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com for everything you need for your car delivered right to your door. rockauto.com Welcome back into the show. Uh, We were just talking about the Super Bowl 55. What do we expect? Who has the most to gain or lose? We already talked about McCole Hardman, but I think he's a really good, you know, point to make is that he really, I think, hinges on this game. Uh, If he can close out this season with a bang, kind of like Sammy Watkins did in 2020, right? Sure. If he can close out with a bang, maybe that's going to to see it, some stock rise for him. I'm certainly looking at, of course, Tyreek Hill. I think mm, we touched yeah. on this. We touched on this earlier. You did convince me that Tyreek Hill is the wide receiver one in Dynasty. If yes, he, he posts, uh, he really is. And and you, you convinced me, and I actually, I haven't shaken off the idea since then. He's the wide receiver one, but it, still consensus has him as the, you know, sometimes the wide receiver three, wide receiver four. If he posts another 269 <laughs> yard game with three touchdowns, you better believe on that national stage, he's going to be the wide receiver one in dynasty. I think yeah, he can sure. claim the title in this game. What also has helped is he's had two amazing playoff games this year, right? Against the Browns, eight receptions for 110 yards. Against the Bills, nine receptions for 172 yards. He's just incredibly consistent. And again, if he does it on the big stage against Tampa Bay again, let's he's not going to get to 200 yards, at least I don't think. But if he gets to 115 yards and a touchdown, it's just going to be awfully hard for people to put, you know, to ignore that when we get to the offseason and we get to trades and when we get to re-ranking our dynasty receivers. The consistency, the upside, the floor, the quarterback he's playing with all makes him the, the clear-cut number one wide receiver in dynasty. Any chance that Le'Veon Bell can gain some more dynasty traction if he closes out the season with a good game? My vote is no. No, no, no. And I was going to ask you, how are, how are Steeler fans – uh, how are they rooting in this game? Are they rooting for Antonio Brown? Are they rooting for Le'Veon Bell? How, how is that going from a from a Steeler native that you are? You know what? I will say I don't speak for the consensus. I I feel like I'm sort of one of the the Steelers fans who's uh, really shaken shaken off the pain of of those losses. <laughs> uh, you know, Le'Veon Bell. It, it felt like a, a bandage ripped off your face, and then sure. Uh, Antonio Brown felt like somebody ran over your face with a car. Um, <laughs> it, it just, it didn't feel good, but you know what? I think you look back at both of these guys and it, you know, especially it, looking at even the, the Dak Prescott situation. And, and when you see, uh, what Le'Veon Bill Bell did and why he did it, you, you get it right. Like, mm-hmm. You understand why these players don't want to play on a franchise tag. They want to get the long-term contracts, and I I get it. I can't hate him because you know what? He took a very quick, quick downturn in his yeah. career, and it just shows you, like, especially the running back position, so volatile, and they don't have that long to make all of their money. So I think no, that no. that made a point for me. Antonio Brown, you know what? He's got issues. Yeah. Got issues, and I, I can't. Uh, 
I can't speak for those issues, but <laughs> I'm I'm willing to uh, at least enjoy the moment where the two of them, uh, he might not, Antonio Brown might not play, but maybe uh, we'll see them go head to head and one of them will emerge with a Super Bowl ring. All right. So let's get back to Le'Veon Bell because you asked if he can do anything to, to rise his dynasty stock. First and foremost, it's incredibly low right now. You can get Le'Veon Bell for a song because he really <laughs> hasn't done anything. Um, Kate, do you know when his last 100-yard rushing game was? I'm going to guess, guess it was when year. he was a, a Steeler. Um, it, it was against the, it was the Steelers when they played the Patriots in one of my favorite games of all time, the Jesse James game. Oh, right? God. Yeah, 24 carries for 117 yards. He has not had a 100-yard rushing game since then. And in fact, Kate, he hasn't even had a 90-yard rushing game since then. One game of uh, 80 yards in 2019 against the Baltimore Ravens. This is somebody who in his last 24 games, Kate, uh, excuse me, last 28 games is is averaging 3.5 yards per carry. Uh, the receiving production has gone down because he's just not that explosive as a uh, as a pass weapon anymore. Um, he's going to be 29 here in about two weeks. Uh, that's a bad, bad age for running back. So I don't anticipate him ever becoming a starting running back ever again. I don't anticipate him ever becoming even an RB2 in Dynasty anymore. I think it's over for Le'Veon Bell. I I hate to uh, to say that I agree with you there. Because you know what? Le'Veon Bell, he's he's been a fun player to watch. I don't think that anybody else is, is going to buy into that. If you can't do it with the Chiefs offense, I don't think you're going to do it. Nope. Um, how about nope. one more that I want to talk about here? I feel like the Bucks players, we all have a pretty good feel for their dynasty value. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, uh, do we think he can make a bounce back? He, not that he's really dropped significantly in dynasty rankings um, and dynasty ADP for startups in the new year, but right. can he redeem his value in our hearts this <laughs> that, I don't know. So, I don't know. I, Maybe, maybe. I think there is a chance that if he has a big game in the Super Bowl, all of a sudden, you know, dynasty owners are going to be right back into talking themselves into a top 10 player. I just, I don't see it, Kate. And I know the injury, you know, impacted him against Buffalo in the championship round, but six carries, seven yards, eh, not, didn't, did nothing as a receiver. I don't know. I, I feel like this is going to be a Darrell Williams game. Damian Williams is coming back in free agency next year, or excuse me, coming back to the Chiefs next year. He'll get some volume, and he might be fairly efficient rushing the ball, you know, four and a half yards a carry. But I I don't see a RB1 anytime soon. I really don't. All right. All right. That uh, that hurts. That That hurts <laughs> a lot of us here. Let's take another quick break, and then I want to get into another former LSU player, Jamar Chase, as we continue our Rookie Profile series. We'll be right back. The 2020 NFL season might be a wrap, but there's still plenty of betting to be done. There's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. There you can bet on all kinds of sports, including football, basketball, baseball, golf, hockey, MMA, soccer, tennis. The options are limitless. Whether you're looking to bet live game lines, player prop bets, or team futures, BetOnline AG has it all. 
Don't waste another minute and go check out betonline.ag and do not forget to use our promo code locked on so you can get your 50% welcome bonus and you can roll in the cash alongside with us. Again, that's betonline.ag promo code locked on. When it comes to getting or staying in shape, nothing feels as good as the feeling of accomplishment of hitting your fitness goals and feeling great about yourself. Luckily, Echelon is here to help us meet our fitness goals. They have an arsenal of high-tech fitness products at prices anyone can afford from their bikes, rowers, to their Reflect Fitness mirrors. There are so many affordable choices. Their world-class instructors will motivate you with thousands of daily live and on-demand studio-level classes always available if you need them. If you're like me and need a little extra kick in the butt, there's nothing better than having their world-class instructors there, literally in my living room, to help me challenge myself and meet my fitness goals. Right now, you can try any Echelon Fitness equipment at home for 30 days risk-free. Go to echelonfit.com slash locked on. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N fit.com slash locked on and let them know we sent you there. And with Echelon's help, we can start to crush our fitness goals. Again, that's echelonfit.com slash locked on. Welcome back into the show, everybody. It's time to talk about some rookies. We, we, we said it on the, the Locked On Dynasty Twitter yesterday. We've all got rookie fever, mm. and there is yes. nobody that can break a fever like Jamar Chase. <laughs> As you said, the wide receiver one in this draft class. Holy Moses. I feel like we were robbed in 2020 for so many reasons. Yeah, we but were. I, I mean, literally just <laughs> across the board. Uh, in every facet of our lives, we were absolutely robbed. But perhaps the greatest hit of all was our lack of Jamar Chase uh, mm. and being able to see him play. He opted out of the 2020 season. Hasn't impacted his draft stock literally at all. No. Uh, are no. you surprised about that? No, because this is a special, special player. And Kate, I'm going to have a really hard time doing this segment without comparing him to Devontae Smith because <laughs> that seems to be the other receiver that a lot of people are excited about. And for good reason, Devontae Smith had an, you know, an historic season at Alabama. But when it comes to Dynasty and our rookie drafts, you really do have to pick some nits here. And with Jamar Chase... Other than maybe speed, I know some people are questioning the speed because some people say he might run in the low 4.5s. Other people believe he's going to run in the 4.4s. There's really not a lot to pick apart here with Jamar Chase. He's one of the only receivers in college football history to average over 20 yards per reception and score 20 or more touchdowns. I believe the only other player was Randy Moss, uh, the dominator. He was on an offense with uh, Justin Jefferson, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, uh, Terrace Marshall, who's going to maybe be a first-round picket receiver this year. He was the clear-cut go-to guy. It was That's who Joe Burrow was throwing to. Uh, you know, he had 1,800 yards in 14 games, 20 touchdowns. I, I just don't feel like it's all that close between wide receiver one and wide receiver two. I think Jamar Chase is the, the go-to here. I do think you're correct, although I will say I am a little bit, I think, more surprised for you that that didn't hurt his stock as much because we did see uh, absolute dominance, dominance in that season uh, with LSU in the 2019 year. But we saw everybody in the LSU force huh. dominate. <laughs> like, But he dominated uh, more than anybody else, right? And that's what makes he really me feel did. good. We, we saw Justin Jefferson in his first year 
you know, was just a superstar for the Vikings. And it was pretty obvious to everybody watching LSU in 2019 that Chase was the far superior player. So I'm not saying that he's going to have the rookie season that Justin Jefferson had, but to think that one player is far worse than the other, that just doesn't make very much sense to me. You know what? I, I think uh, like let's look at maybe what makes Jamar Chase so special, maybe why we haven't seen that dip. Did leave, uh, lead the FBS in receiving yards in his mm-hmm. uh, technically sophomore season. Um, 1,780 yards, 20 receiving touchdowns, also led the FPS. Uh, deep passes, not a problem. Not a problem for Jamar Chase. He caught 24 of his 25 catchable deep targets, 20 yards mm-hmm. or more. Led the league. Uh, he's so good at the point of catch. He's a tough, uh, you know, guy. I think his frame gives him the ability to, uh, you know, not necessarily evade tackles, but to yes. slip yeah. through them. Um, is he a top three pick? I know our, our hmm. fantasy drafts tend to lean RB heavy. Where are you taking Jamar Chase? So we're going to assume a non-super uh, draft, right? Or, you know, super quarterback, super flex draft, right? So just one quarterback, probably. Because I think the top three are going to be Travis Etienne, Najee Harris, and Jamar Chase in some order, depending on where they go. I, I, I certainly think Chase is up there. Um, okay, just a couple other things why I, I love Jamar Chase so much. He played on the outside at LSU. No, he did play in the slot a little bit. But he played on the outside mostly and put up those numbers. And we got to see him go against some really, really good cornerbacks, and he absolutely dominated them. A.J. Terrell, who was a first-round pick, Trevon Diggs, Patrick Sertan, none of these guys could cover him, and yet he was super productive. So I don't have any worries about him getting in the NFL and beating man coverage. If a team wants to slide him into the slot, I think he can produce well there. You know, I, can, I think he can do really well there as well. Um, yeah, I think... When you're looking at the upside and you're looking at the floor here with Jamar Chase, I think you have to pick him inside the top three of your rookie drafts. I love that. Now, what do you expect year one? Can he produce hmm. a la Justin Jefferson? Well, I think it's obviously that's going to depend on the landing spot, right? Like, you tell me the team and, you know, we'll, we'll figure out where we rank him. Like, if he ends up in Detroit with Jared Goff, how do you feel about that? Not so great, but uh, let's let's say he falls to Cincinnati, right? Gets yes. reunited with his former quarterback Joe Burrow. Is he an instant producer there in in a Joe Burrow offense? I think so, but then we get some fun conversations about who's the wide receiver one there, T. Higgins or Jamar Chase. That's a lot. That's of my fun. biggest question, honestly, is is whether or not they're going to. Uh, I think they have enough holes in that that team yep. where maybe they don't uh, go so wide receiver heavy like that. I mean that that top five pick, you right. can do so much with that pick. Uh, I I don't know that with T. Higgins, I would you know want to go wide receiver at the five spot. But, God, yeah. to think of that pairing back together again um, I, with that Travis Etienne, who they're drafting in the second, obviously. <laughs> uh, we're going to have a lot of fun there. But, um, you know, well, e- either that or, I, God, Philly. If, if he falls to six, I could easily picture yeah. Philly eating him up with a spoon. Kate, what makes me so nervous about Jamar Chase is you look at the landing spots. Let's say in the top 13 of the draft. There is a lot of bad quarterbacks that he would be attached to early on in his career uh, outside of Joe Burrow, right? You could have 
Carson Wentz or a Jared Goff or Teddy Bridgewater. I doubt the Broncos would take him at nine with Drew Locke and Daniel Jones at 11. And that's that's what makes me really nervous. And that's why, you know, maybe when we get to actually ranking these dynasty receivers, not in rookie drafts, but just in startup leagues, you know, if you're comparing him to a CeeDee Lamb or a Justin Jefferson, both those guys with more stable quarterback situations, even though Chase might be the better prospect, it might be higher. It might be hard to rank him higher than some of these other guys, even like a, a Chase Claypool, just because of the uncertainty at quarterback. I think you're absolutely uh, on the dot. Although, although Chase Claypool might not have that in the bag either. <laughs> let's <true>. good point. <laughs> let's close out our show for today. Thank you everybody so much for joining us. Uh, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a single player on our rookie preview series. Um, you can follow me at Twitter at FF Ball Blast, and you can follow Marcus here at Marcus underscore Mosier. Kate Give recently the show verified. I know it, it happened while we were recording this podcast. Uh, yeah. Tried to keep my cool and keep the conversation going, but uh, pretty, pretty exciting stuff there. Uh, follow <laughs> well, the congratulations. show. Congratulations. It's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I'm officially a real person. So that's, that's the exciting you're, you're... You're semi-famous on Twitter like me. It's fantastic. Sem- I Yeah, all I need is the semi there, and I'm good. Uh, <laughs> everybody, follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Not a verified account, but I promise you it's real. It will uh, be. It will be. One day, give me some time. I'll work some of my magic here. <laughs> uh, but everybody, we'll see you on Monday, and enjoy Super Bowl Sunday. This episode of the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast is brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring, launching exclusively on January 18th at BlueNile.com. This exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches January 18th, and you can preview it exclusively at BlueNile.com.